Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 343. I am your host, Jordan Biorti, and joining me tonight on this very late night podcast is the ever excellent Chris DeHoog. Howdy. Good to be here. Yeah, is it, is it, is it really? It's, you know, it's good to be here. It's not good to be here in 2021, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, oh, this has been a, it's been a hell of a week. Um, it's been, it's been a hell of a year that's felt like two months, but you know, what's time? It's, been, it's felt like a goddamn eternity. And of course, you heard him laughing. Here to join us on the podcast is the excellent classic Shaquille, o- Shaquille, Shaquille Lambert. That's how you know it's so old, it's so late at night. <laughs> You're just like fumbling on everything. It's like, ooh, let me not mess up the intro, but I mess up the oh, intro. God damn it! It's, it's like it's so late that I just the the name Shaquille. It's like it's like word association. As soon as I said Shaquille, like immediately I just thought. O'Neal. God damn it. <laughs> How you been, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. It's been it's been a minute. I'm life is stressful, a lot of personal stuff, but like I'm 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 good. Yeah. Me personally. Oh. Well, yeah, and it uh it ain't getting any better because um we gotta get into this show uh and talk about the I mean, we're going to try and talk about this as carefully as possible, but we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, talk about the big story that broke on Sunday that was of uh, Dan Avedan, uh, also known as Danny Sexbang of Ninja Sex Party and Game Grumps, was accused of, uh, let's say, sexual misconduct with uh, one of his fans. Um, There's a a lot of allegations going around um the one of which i think is the most pertinent that uh it was that it's a, you know it is a case of of grooming um of his underage fans um it's it's a big whole messy story um i don't even know where where to begin with uh <laughs> I, if i if i think i'm gonna say this it kind of sucks that the last two times I've been on this podcast have been to discuss someone I used to watch a lot on YouTube. <laughs> They're doing some fucked up shit. Oops, sorry. Oh my god. Try not to curse, but like, how can you not? Yeah. <laughs> was it last time? Literally, last time I was here was for the Ryan Haywood thing. <laughs> <laughs> this and is why we bring you on, Shaq. That one's much worse than this, but it still doesn't make it any less just like, ugh. I, yeah, I, do, I don't like that this situation is even happening, much less that, like it happened to someone I used to like watch a lot. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and this is this is the thing. Like, it's like, you know, I, I want to preface talking about this by saying that you probably wouldn't have like found a bigger, you know, ninja sex party fan than me. I kind of fell off the game rumps like that's whatever. Like I have no I have no like, you know, hatred towards mm-hmm. them as a channel like what you know my opinion of of them like and and the channel itself like has really has nothing to do with it but like, mm-hmm. like i literally just got into a huge fight with my girlfriend like not even like a couple weeks ago because i was like going to bat for the for the ninja sex party and dan like really hard and she you know was saying to me how like no like you know she didn't like it because you know the this it's it's really sexist and it's the you know it's kind of like inappropriate 
And I was like, and you know, I hear I am like, no, you just don't get it. It's the style of <laughs> comedy, you know, it's being absurdist. It's pointing out how like ridiculous this whole thing is. And boy, oh boy, did she have my fucking number down? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So how badly so, was your ass whipped earlier this week? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, she, I mean, yeah, it really, it really puts things into perspective. So, um, like, you know. I'll say this also. I feel bad for Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, this keeps happening to him. Yeah, Aaron like, is in a really like you know, I don't you know, know if it's just like he needs to find just be, like better friends or just something, <laughs> but like like first the whole thing with John Tron, that whole thing all the way in the past. Um, and then this thing with Dan. And he's not exempt from like his own controversies. It's just like, bruh. Well, I thought Ooh. I thought the whole thing I thought the whole thing with Jontron ha- it happened way after after he left the show. Oh no, it did happen after the show, but it's still just like people are so but a lot of people still associate Jontron with Game Grumps. So oh like God. it's all those things are just like, ooh, this brand well, is getting I very mean, close to tainted. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I just I'm gonna I, I gotta I gotta I gotta put it out there. Like obviously, you know, obviously I I I, I stand with the survivors, you know, a lot of a lot of women are saying that, that no, like, this is who he is, you know, a, a, everyone, everyone on Twitter and all these Game Grump fans are, you know, folding themselves into fucking origami to like defend this guy. But you know, I, I like all these women who are coming out and saying like, no, this like, this is who he is. He did this to me too. Like, he's not a good guy, you know, and even even uh, like, I, I don't understand why it, it, like no one wants to believe it even after Katie Schwartz, who like, you know, was his personal assistant and like really good friend who wrote a whole fucking play about like, and she basically said it like in no uncertain terms on Sunday when this happened, she posted to her Instagram story and said like, Dan Abaddon is a dangerous guy and a predator. Like, I don't see why she would have to like lie about this, like what she has to gain out of it. Like, you know, so I, you know, I believe her sooner than I believe Dan and his, and his shitty mealy mouth apology that he came, you know, a quote unquote apology that he came out with or a statement or whatever you want to call it. Um, it was very, it was very much like a, a, a lawyer type, st- a legal statement. A hundred percent. That's basically what it is. Like, he's just like, he's doing what all these guys on Twitter are doing and just being like, I did nothing illegal. Like I did nothing wrong. Like if, you know, if I upset somebody, then I'm sorry, but like, it's like, you know, people, people are really struggling to like, not really call this what it is. And, and I get why they don't want to see it. And I get why even maybe like the, you know, the, the girl in question might not have even believed like what was happening was happening. You know, people, people are very quick to point at the deleted Reddit post where she said, I never said that he was grooming me and this and that, but like, you know, number one, I, I don't. I don't know if that statement even came from a place of like, like legitimacy, because, you know, when you have a army of game grumps fans who are going after you online for the, like, you know, the things you are, you are claiming, like saying happened, then like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if you were going to try to walk back what you said. Like the thing, one of the things that really kills me is like when this, when this came out, and people were like, you know, putting on their detective hats because, you know, they're all apparently Sherlock fucking Holmes when these things happen. <laughs> um, 
and they're saying like, oh, you could tell it's fake because it got posted on a on a on a subreddit that, that was devoted to like venting about the game grumps. And I was like, where was she supposed to post it on the game grumps like fan page? Like yeah. this was going to go over really well for her. Like judging by the way you guys are reacting right now, I don't think so. Like where else was she supposed to go? Yeah, that's not exactly a safe spot to you know to tell your story. <laughs> No, exactly. And it's just like, like, you know, the, the, the thing, the thing about like grooming as it happens and, and, um, you know, this was sort of, this was sort of touched on in, um, Mary's article on the site. Like people, I think people often associate like what grooming is with like guys like R. Kelly and like more, um, like you know more insidious youtubers who have done this um who like you know spent like years talking to like underage girls getting them to like send like suggestive photos and suggestive like texts to them but it's a lot more intricate than that like if you know the fact that 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 Dan was like contacting his fans through Facebook, through like personal cell phone, like text messages, like just establishing that connection and making that person feel special. Like that is the way that when she, you know, if, you know, people who want to argue the legal, oh, it was legal. She was 22 when it happened. It's like, yeah, but like in her mind, you know, from that young age, being a fan of Dan, like, already there's a power dynamic in play so it's messed up and then like when she has this idea of what their relationship is like when it gets to the point where she's you know of quote-unquote legal age and she meets him and you know and their relationship becomes sexual it's like she was already like primed even if she didn't realize what was happening like it was happening you know so but of course let's preface all of this with like you know allegedly and just so we don't get sued. <laughs> Cover the legal tracks. Yeah, um, this is, oh, yeah, this is just, alleged. Yes, just the, it's just the whole having like like I mentioned before when we were just kind of talking before the podcast. Just like the whole like having sex with fans thing. Especially, like as a YouTube creator, it's just kind of weirdly just like it's uncomfortable. It's gross. It's it doesn't gross. matter. And, and and so many people like are, are are saying the stupidest things. Like where I, I saw some like I saw a lot of people on Twitter who were like, oh like I don't understand why this is such a bad thing. This is literally what rock stars do with groupies. It's like yeah, but it's it's like it, that doesn't make <laughs> it any just less gross. <laughs> messed up. Like the whole like groupie rock star culture was always fucked up. Like it was never okay. Yeah, the, so, it like, since for what it was, and it wasn't you know a long term insidious thing. Yeah, it's that's not forgivable because of that. <laughs> No, I, and I get it. Like, you know, I was, I was a, I was a huge fan too. Like I didn't, I didn't really want to believe it at first either, but you know what? Like, like this is exactly the reason why more women don't come out with allegations of sexual assault, because, you know, when you have the guy who is basically like, who still is in like the, the position of power, like a legion of fans to defend them, yep. like, how are they supposed to feel safe? Like, how are they supposed to feel like what they're going to say is going to be taken seriously and, and respected? Like, and, and you, you know, the thing that, that actually really fucking kills me mm -hmm. is that I was actually thinking about like when this happened, I was thinking about, um, there is an episode of game grumps where, and you can like, look it up. It's, it's when they're playing Sonic adventure battle two 
Um, it's and it's it's called Jekyll Maxon, and there's a whole part in it where Danny and Aaron are talking about how um, in the third volume of uh, the like Ninja Sex Party cover album, there was supposed to be Michael Jackson's "You Want to Be Starting Something." And Dan was apparently filming the the music video for it. And then the Leaving Neverland documentary came out. And so, you know, Dan said, like, out of, you know, respect to the survivors that he was going to, like, cancel filming, pull the song off the off this off the album and you know aaron went into this whole thing about how like you always have to believe the survivors you know you you have to separate art from the artist it's it's you can't do it any other way like you know this is like this is the way it is when you know when survivors come forward you have to believe them and i was like hmm that that sure doesn't seem to apply when people are accusing you of shit huh yeah no not not like that (laughs) to other people yeah yeah. (laughs) asterix (laughs) yeah Yeah, no, like it's yeah. it's but these things, I mean, I haven't really followed any any YouTubers like like Game Grumps who have been thrown into these situations, but seeing it from the outside, what I find funny is not funny in a ha ha sense, but you know, the whole notion of oh she's just doing this, she's just saying this for attention or to gain something. What do they gain from it? Harassment, that, anxiety that yeah. always gets me every single time. Cause like again, I listen to a lot of hip hop or even just like the avenues that I watch or listen to. There's a lot of predatory type stuff like that. And there's always mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, even with, yeah, with R. Kelly, we were like, oh, they're trying to take him down. Or uh, Bill Cosby, they're like, oh, he was trying to buy NBC before this all happened. And they're like, what do they really have to gain about being a survivor of abuse? Like, they're not looking for, cl- like, who legitimately wants clout off of that? Well, this is, and this is, this is something I was saying when I was thinking about it. And it's like, you know, this is, again, this is me, like, I guess, like, trying to be like mildly humorous about it. But at the same time, I think it's, there's, there's a degree of truth to it. Like, like, Dan Avedan is such a low stakes target. It's like, it's not like you're going after like a big, you know, movie star or something like that. Like, it's not like it's it, Steven, like Steven Spielberg did something. Yeah, like you know, not that it, not that it matters, but it's just like it's like like the the notion that it's just like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take down Dan Avedon because he played a video game bad on YouTube once. It's like, and he has a middling successful parody band. Like, <laughs> it's like, like. Oh, I mean, come on. He's not that big. Like, give me a f- fucking break. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not like PewDiePie or, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, on YouTube mm-hmm. now, yeah. Don't get me wrong. You know, I like them too, guys, but you know, they, they weren't humongous, right? Like, <laughs> I was like, not even like famous, but just like middling, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle. It's not, I mean, they're not unsuccessful, but they're not crazy. I mean, Game Crush is Middling implies you're flopping right now. You're <laughs> <laughs> doing okay. You're doing okay. He got on. He got on Conan, and no one even remembers it. So, mm. um, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, again, you know, they're still doing stuff. One day ago, they're posting videos, playing okay. uh, Ross's Mario Maker levels, and that's what. That's what I mean. Like, like you know, Gabe Grubbs has five million subscribers. Like, like how are you taking them down? That's not a. That's not a huge channel. Like five million on YouTube. That's okay. Like that's good. That's not like crazy good. Like you know. That's what I mean. It's just like so. It's just like 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 why? Like what? Like what does she have to gain? Philip DeFranco has more subscribers than than Game Grumps. Like you know, <laughs> that's not the point here. But anyway, like yeah. what does she have to gain? Like what? Who? Like what exactly? Who is she taking down exactly? Like it's just ah, uh, it's just so it's just so 
disturbing like you know and again again we have to preface this for legal reasons that you know it's it's all alleged and you know there's uh there's no there's no actual criminal charges or, or criminal evidence of wrongdoing but i mean come on it's it's so hard to even you know prove that right like it's like these cases never end in convictions and things like that like are so very no. early mm. no and, and, and in a lot of cases too like these youtubers are counting on the fact that like because this was the whole thing with the pro jared thing too that like people people very quickly forgot about like the pro jared thing was so much honestly i would say that was significantly worse oh it was significantly worse 100 percent. i mean however like, you want to like quantify this it, it started like it, yeah like it to me it started funny when it was just like oh the the the, the whole cheating thing which is like not fu- again not funny in the house it was like oh that's that's crazy and then yeah. it went to the like the underage part and you're like oh oh well, no. that, and that and that's the whole thing right his his ex-wife like was like was like you know making these statements and and she she flat out like even said like she acknowledged that like she had more to lose by like like you know exposing you know the whole situation than like jared did because she knew you know that jared had his fans he had his channel like he wasn't gonna feel the the pain of this but she was gonna have to deal with the fallout you know and then what happened he put out a video that said i totes didn't do it for reals and all his fans believed him and he just moved on playing video games and like everyone forgot about it and that's and i think that like that again like that really um like exposes you know the like how how you know this just this whole this whole structure of youtube stuff like you know because i was talking about it with some people it's just like it's it's just like you know you, you you start to notice it a lot like in the youtube sphere not that it doesn't happen like other places like obviously it does um and it's still like just as bad but i think like there's a there's a certain like there's a certain way that i think it's like worse on youtube just because of the way that like youtube is right like you know i was i was kind of thinking about this and i don't think i don't think i'm a hundred percent right but like it's not like it's not like with traditional you know like quote-unquote traditional like celebrities where like you know like especially you know like specifically with like actors mm-hmm. you know because youtube is a, is an entertainment platform right so people who get on it are are basically like they're you know they're they're performers like mm-hmm. a traditional actor performer you know will like you know in most cases you know go to school kind of like hone their craft start out small uh you know take on like bit parts you know until they finally you know get that break and they make it into like stardom right mm-hmm but i think to in my you know in my opinion i think that climb is what allows them to like you know deal with success and and understand success better you know because there's a certain amount of dues paying that they have to do in order to get there you know with youtube it's like 9 times out of 10 it's some random guy who just starts a channel you know gets a lot of success like gets a lot of fame and success fairly quickly like like almost instantly <laughs> yeah like uh, obviously it's not every single case right but in the in the in the in the like the you know the, the cases of like the big channels you know it's just those regular guys who just start normally and then explode 
and they're not prepared for that level of success and that level of adoration. Like, so like that immediately blows up your ego. Um, and then like, it's, you know, that, that is compounded by the way that like YouTube, like, like the way fandoms grow on YouTube, because like YouTube is a very personal experience, right? Like you believe that you're going on this journey with this person and they're like rise to success like you were there from the beginning you were watching from day one you were commenting and maybe sometimes this guy commented back and like whatever like it's like it's almost like it's like more like grassroots yeah. fandom that makes sense and so like that's what i mean like that's like it just it, it creates this like this this toxic cocktail of these guys who have these huge egos and these fans who feel that they're like already without even really needing to like personally interact with the person feel like they're connected to them so then like when this when you know so when the, the when that youtuber you know starts like reaching out to their fans who are just like you know all the time oh my god i love you you're so great you're so funny you're so this like they're gonna like they're gonna like you know inevitably take advantage of the situation like it's just it's it's what's going to happen and they don't you know maybe it's maybe it's 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 troubling on both sides because like the abuser and the you know the abused don't fully comprehend like the dynamics that are at play which i'm mean, again is no excuse but, it is but it's factor. just like it's it's yeah it's a bit of a factor now like you know i in in relation to the whole like danny thing i don't really believe that that's what happened because i mean come on the guy was in his 30s and he's talking to a 17 year old like i don't i don't care how old she was when she he finally ended up having sex with her you you got to know that that's wrong <laughs> i don't know it's just it's so shitty yeah like <laughs> yeah i don't i don't have anything more to add it's just yeah this is just a bad you know, situation and again this keeps happening every time i'm on the show it's like it's like i'm cursed <laughs> <laughs> well we know we know how to end it Shaq. i swear to god yeah, you, gotta, you must you must be you must be sacrificed as tribute so that youtubers <laughs> will stop being scumbags <laughs> I swear to God, if it's like, I pay it. dude, if if it's like some old sketch comedy group next time, I swear to God, if it's like college humor, uh, a little, it's like if it's like Jake and Amir get get involved oh, in a damn, dude, it, it freaking that's not even super far off. It happened with um with uh what was it um uh, uh, who was it that it was not not college was it college humor? Who were the the other guys? Not even long ago where this happened. Um, I don't know. The not the not the not the speedrunner guys. Oh, pro not pro. I was gonna say pro Jerry. We already talked about yeah. that. Uh, the the completionist. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't remember. I feel like we were. I feel like we were talking about it not super was, long ago. There was the one from Polygon or something, wasn't it? There was one from. Well, no, there was one from Polygon. I think there was another one. It was like a YouTube channel. Oh God, I can't even. I can't even remember now. This alone, anyway. is, this alone is proof of how sad yeah. the situation is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when it's when it's just so frequent, you start forgetting. Like it's just yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. God damn it! Um. Oh no, Rooster Teeth. That's who it was. It was the that, guys at Rooster yeah, Teeth. That, yeah, that's yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh my god. Yeah. So. 
yeah so if i if i can if i can end this this with any with, with anything is that you know obviously i i you know i i stand by the survivors and i don't care how many stupid twitter detectives want to come at me you're not going to change my mind on this so mm-hmm. get on the right <laughs> side of history guys yeah that's all i can say <laughs> yeah anyway from that happy story let's move on yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh we got uh well I, oh I, i'm just looking at the sheet now that's not happy that's sad um <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so the playstation network is uh officially shutting down the uh ps3 and vita like stores yeah You're not gonna be able to buy ps3 games or i guess not on your mm-hmm. ps3 anymore like the way it was on um with like the Wii when they shut down, and oh, that was that was such a heartbreaker. There was so much good stuff on the, the Wii the, virtual the, panel. The Wii shop, yeah, yeah, there was so much good stuff on that thing. I don't know why they ever shut it down. Yeah, dude, I know. I, like from what I understand, the PS3 shop is getting closed in like early July, and then the uh, then the Vita slash PSP store is going to be in like August. But uh, I already like personally, I already started like going through the shop and just like buying stuff. I bought like four games yesterday <laughs> oh my god so, like i bought ratchet deadlock which that was the like the one ratchet game i never played i Daxter. bought um what else did i play uh the best psp game ever yeah <laughs> i bought the p i bought the i bought god hand which i'd never played either which, well that's a really that's a really cool one yeah i was thinking maybe like because some of these are on ps4 so i was like oh i don't need to get those yet um but uh yeah god hand i started playing it's bizarre <laughs> oh, so wacky. well I, i'm fairly i'm fairly certain um i don't know if it, i don't know I, i'm not i can't remember if it was actually suda 51 or it was just grasshopper manufacturer it's, um, like, uh, no it's clover it was clover's final game before they shut down was it i remember reading it was like i i remember reading somewhere that's like suda 51 had something to do with it because it's like one of his like lesser known like weirder i don't no, think he no, actually you're like think, you're thinking of like you say suda but you're thinking of shinji mikami Am I thinking of Shinji? Yeah, because Shin- Shinji directed it. Are you sure? I'm a hundred. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I bought that. I bought the the PS2 port of uh, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, which, bro, that game runs at like 10 FPS when you get like three cars on screen. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> then this, I this, bought this... um uh, Munch- Oddworld Munch's Odyssey HD. Which I remember being a launch title for the Xbox and never played because, like, Oddworld was always like a fascinating series to me that I never like touched. You want to know I, of uh, Stranger's Wrath? I never, I never played Munch's Odyssey. I'll tell you why because I, I, I genuinely remember it when it got like uh, launched on the Xbox. Yeah. But I was like, I was like fairly young, and I remember there was like an intro cutscene where like Munch is like strapped to a table, yeah. and like there's a bunch of like like doctors guys who are about to like you know operate on him and like I, I guess like you know perform like a like a biopsy on him. Yeah. And I remember that that like genuinely freaked me out so much <laughs> that I just didn't want to play the game ever yeah that makes sense that's a creepy series yeah i still have a couple more that i'm planning to buy like the splinter cell trilogy like the first three are on there so i want to get it but i saw it's like 40 dollars still you know what that's 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 40 dollars well spent man those are all those three are solid games yeah i'm i'm looking on ebay first to make sure that there's not a physical copy for cheaper but like i've looked and for the most part they might be similar so i might just get the the digital 
and Prince of Persia, the same thing for like Sands of Time, Warrior Within, The Two Thrones. That's yeah. 50, that's fifty one dollars Canadian. But, you know, I mean, considering that that's a, like that's that's about the price of like a like a mid sized game for like a trilogy of of such like awesome games. I don't know, fifty bucks seems okay to me. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm here's like I'm most likely going to cave and buy these before the shop ends because like I'm coming back repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm I'm. St- I'm just genuinely surprised that like the Vita store is still open. I thought that closed like a day after the Vita came out. <laughs> well, the, the the PSP is part of this as well. Like the PSP store is, is going down. With yeah, the PS3. Well, that, that one I understand people bought the PSP. But, like, I, own, the, I own both. But <laughs> a lot of people bought. The, like thing is, the people who bought the PS Vita Shaq. are mostly like JRPG Shaq. people. Uh, yeah. yeah, Shaq. Be, yes. be honest. Be who who you lying to? Me or you? Dude, Nobody bought the Vita, it, but no, no, I know people. Here's like, I know people who bought the Vita because Cody, JRPGs. That's it. That yes, is it. JRPGs was the main reason. Yeah, uh, you know one guy PSP who bought a Vita. Vita or, 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 between PSP and Vita, the only games I own that are not Final Fantasies are uh, Disgaea Two and uh, Persona Four Golden. Exactly, that's what I thought. People, <laughs> anyone who bought a PS Vita only bought it for Persona. That is it. <laughs> I, I, I held a Vita in my once in my hands, and that was when I had to review Trials of Cold Steel way back <laughs> I, when. And I, uh, I played a demo for Uncharted. That was it. That was a yeah. launch title. It's a real well, shame because it's it's a solid little piece of technology. It's just they shot themselves in the foot from the get go with the proprietary media and the memory stick. Yeah, like, it could have been a lot better, but like as it was, it was nice to take all like all my PS One classics on the go with me. Like, I had that thing packed. Yeah, that was, that was PS One games. I will say that probably was its like you know best feature at the time because that was something that the 3DS never totally did was like integrate a solid uh, like virtual library into it. Like it could have done that from the get go. It was something I never understood, you know, because they did it. They did it like kind of with the whole like ambassador program if anyone remembers that oh um, yeah i was, I was gonna say like uh, mine's my three yes is, is a good retro machine because i've got those those ambassador games but uh yeah, yeah but but, but that was like what like 10 games and 10 like game boy Advance and 10 something else i forget I don't, and i don't even think i don't e- golden sun wasn't even included in that package i don't think i don't No, uh, it wasn't hold on <laughs> I, I I know for a fact it wasn't. It was like it was like Mario versus Donkey Kong, uh like Minish Cap, um yeah. WarioWare 4, which is a really good one. Uh it was like Mario Karts. Kirby uh, Amazing Mirror. Yeah, Kirby. Oh, now I remember what you're talking about. I was like was sitting what, there for was, a second. I was like, wait, what is like, what people, the program? Yeah, it was for all the people who bought the D the 3DS when it first came out. Um like I was like not even like I think like a month later Nintendo dropped the price by like like a hundred bucks so like for all the people who like were early adopters who were like rightly pissed off by that they were kind of like all right we'll give you ten Game Boy Advance games and like those are yours oh no it was like it, no it was like it, what was it it was like ten NES games yes and I'm, I'm I'm checking my my DS right now actually <laughs> yeah it was like ten NES games and like six. Uh, Game Boy Advance games. No, there, there was ten. Gotcha. Yeah, there's was like there Fusion was in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Fusion. Right. I bought, the thing is, I bought mine after that happened because I was like, that's too much. Yeah. No, yeah, you and yeah, that's what I mean. But like, but they never, they never officially brought Game Boy Advance. Like when they when they when they eventually did open up the the virtual console, like they had like you know Game Boy games and Game Boy Color games, which is still pretty cool. But they never brought um, 
you know, Game Boy Advance games. And then they did the whole stupid I, thing. That, with the, yeah, that really bothered me. Yeah, but the, and but then the Wii, the Wii U had Game Boy Advance games on it, which made yeah. no sense. And DS, um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't understand why the, the 3DS didn't didn't pull that off. But Dude, even like the eShop for the 3DS didn't even have DS games. They had DSiWare, but well, like but not guess, actual DS games. I guess you, you can you could logic your way out of that one by saying, well, it was still backwards compatible with the DS. So yeah, but yeah. it's kind of like if you already had those games. Yeah, and a lot of those like games went like out of print, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. I don't know. I think that that's the one way you could be like, well, technically, like it still did play DS games. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that, that was one of those things that. But then again, like, you know, like that was the whole thing that the, the 3DS just had a, a stronger library. Like the, the, the Vita was, I think, objectively a better machine, you know, aside from the uh, the proprietary software. But like nobody wanted to play it. It was, you know, it's kind of like the whole have, the thing is it didn't have that many games outside of like very no. specific niches because like the 3ds just, yeah. had so many <laughs> oh yeah no the 3ds was was a powerhouse machine that's you know that's one thing i don't know why why anyone would ever dare to go up against nintendo in the handheld arena like they you know they're gonna crush you yeah i mean even even arguably even the, the psp like the psp was a solid piece of technology but it got crushed by the ds well and again your, your proprietary media the umds and that unique memory stick that it had and yeah, you know, yeah, but that. That, that that that's but that's that's a that's a small factor that you know definitely that that that, that had something a big thing to do with it. But like at the end of the day, you know, nobody wants to play Daxter the video game. You know, <laughs> sucking up bugs with a vacuum. Like they want to play mean, Super Mario. I kind of want to play, play that on like the PS2 <laughs> slash PS3. <laughs> so they should have just ported it and let me do that. Did you know they actually made a fourth Jack and Daxter? Nobody they talks did. about it. I remember this. It yeah, had no all, it had you, know, you know why they did it? Is they did it? They put it out for the PS2 like halfway through the PS3's life cycle. Well, I thought I thought it was initially it was it was a PSP game originally, and then they ported it to the PS2 like at the end of its lifespan. Like no, I think the no, PS3 no, no, was no. already out by the yeah, time like PS3 was already three years in. <laughs> yeah, by the time Jack Four came out, and like nobody, and it, again, it was just like an upscaled PSP game. And also, um, it wasn't um, it wasn't Naughty Dog. Like they had nothing to do with it. It oh, was um, was it not? No, it was High Impact Games who did um, uh, oh, they did the so two handheld weird. Ratchet and Clank games. So like Size Matters, Secret Agent Clank. Yeah, and then they've done some like ports of other games. That's so funny. You Google Jack Four and like nothing comes up <laughs> <laughs> because it's not an official Jack Four. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's a there's a fan page on the Jack and Daxter wiki that's like, you know, tentative titles for a, a supposed project by Naughty Dog, but yeah, like nobody, it's like you can't, yeah, you can't find it anywhere. That's hilarious. Yeah. If anything, it just kind of sucks in the sense that like this Poor whole like Jack. store closure. Oh no, here just, it is the the lost the lost frontier. That's right. It had it was all about planes. Yeah, um, it just sucks for just like. The idea of an archive, because like you can't buy these things ever again, is it kind of sucks in, in like memory sake. Because hey, um, all these like games are essentially just gone. Because <laughs> yeah, not just like the physical games, but like the digital only games from this era are pretty much gone. Yeah, the, you know what? That, that's what kind of scares me with like the the move to digital stuff. Like this is why I still buy most of my stuff physical if I can. Like, 
you know, the preservation. Like I, my PS3 for years has been like a repository of all my Vita and PSP downloadable content. Like my Final Fantasy Dissidia costumes and stuff. I can't, like I was afraid to lose at some point. Like now that day is here. I'm, I'm, I'm the tinfoil hack guy going like, I'm, I'm prepared. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know like we could re-download them if we've purchased them. That's usually how these things kind of go, but it's still just like, for anyone who buys a new PS, like uh, like not a, buys a new PS3, <laughs> like anyone who buys a PS3, it's like, hey, uh, maybe there's this game that I remember from way back that I want to kind of check out, or even if they want to like discover it on their own, like, well, they can't now. Yeah, no, it's a big problem with archival. Yeah, especially when a lot of these different like companies have different rights to stuff. Uh, yeah, it's weird. But that being um, said, the it, the the news is not 100% official yet. Like, there's a report that seems pretty legit, but you know, Sony has not come out and said this yet. So, yeah, maybe prepare to stock up on yeah. those titles. But <laughs> yeah, like I said, really scared. I'm gonna keep going like, like every week as if there's gonna be like a new sale on PS3 games. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, let's uh, let's move on from that. Um, there's some uh. Some Final Fantasy stuff to talk about. Yeah, so uh, two kind of small stories, but uh, the first one is that Final Fantasy VIII Remastered was just a uh, surprise dropped on iOS and Android devices. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, it's it, the remaster was like, I was really excited for it when it was announced and then it came out and they didn't really get to remaster the backgrounds and stuff. Um. They, they had lost all the assets. Like Square just didn't keep stuff back then. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> There's, there, there are scenes in the remaster where like a character is standing there and they're still part of the background. Like there's a scene with like Headmaster Sid and he's like in the background layer. So he's not remodeled, but like Squall and his party are like popped out in full 3D <laughs> in front of him. It's kind of embarrassing. That's got to that's got to look kind of freaky. Where it's like they're merged into the background. It's like help me! <laughs> yeah, here. It's like a hell's like body horror. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know that being said, it it is it is nice to have it. Like I'm I'm tempted to just grab it on on iOS myself just because it's my it's my favorite Fall of Fantasy. Like. I, I, I still remember when it came out and I was like reading all the magazines before launch and I was just obsessed with getting to play it and it came out and it's everything I wanted. And yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's nice to see it get the, like the life on new platforms because now you can play Final Fantasy one through nine on your phone, which is kind of nice, which is crazy. Like, and you got to think about how long all those Final Fantasy games are. You might have a game to play for like the next like two years. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to sit down and go through all nine of them, yeah, you're good for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, and the other one was that uh, there was <laughs> there was a Final Fantasy XI reboot in the works for mobile devices for the past six years. Jesus. Yeah, and it's been wait, quietly... wait question is Final Fantasy XI even still running? Because I know with like, um was it 14 14 yeah like i know that one's still like going strong right now but like is 11 even still going so here's 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 the wacky part of the story so in march 2015 square announces hey we're gonna wrap up Final Fantasy 11 story this will be the end of story updates you know here's this you know year-long initiative storyline that's gonna wrap everything up and hey we're gonna we're gonna put out like a mobile version next year uh, that kind of retells the story and like repackages repackages it for people who don't want to play the PC version. Yeah, uh, a year goes by, no game like comes out. We barely hear anything about it till 2018, 
and they've like put out a few screen put out a few screenshots quietly. Last year, Final Fantasy Eleven's like, hey, here's some new story content. Oh, so, <laughs> since the time this game's been announced, they've started putting out new content for Final Fantasy Eleven again. <laughs> when, did, when did Final Fantasy Eleven come out? Hold on, let me look this uh, up. Two thousand two, I want to say it was. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> so it died. Well, it didn't die. Like it was still active and it was still maintaining enough. You know, I mean, like the P the PS two stopped existing. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild because like it's yeah, it's still going and it's still a paid subscription. Like it's not like a Star Wars Old Republic where they eventually or like, even World of Warcraft. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like they're still, you know, they're still charging a monthly for it. And Final Fantasy fourteen is one of the biggest MMOs out there right now too. Like competing with World yeah. of Warcraft, like, and that's not going anywhere anytime soon. So it's just, it's just hilarious that they you know announce this, and then the and then Final Fantasy eleven just got revived in them in like while they're waiting for the studio to release this thing. <laughs> Dude, no, you know what I want to see? What MMO I want to see make a comeback? I want to see the Matrix Online come back for some reason. <laughs> hey, Matrix Force coming out. Maybe they'll bring it back. Dude, I'd be so down for that. Like, because I remember it existing, and just because I didn't have a PC to like play anything, uh, I was like, oh, this is this would be cool. This would be my MMO, but just yeah, it never happened. And then by the time I had a decent computer, they're like, Yeah, no, we shut down like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like we had our whole end game situation. <laughs> yeah that's uh, i'm just final fantasy 11 was funny for me just talking about old uh, consoles and stuff because i bought the like my brother and i bought the the hard drive for the ps2 for that game and right i forgot i forgot about that like big ass thing they took like connected the back of the system oh it was massive like i've, I've, I've still got it tucked away in a box somewhere but it was like <laughs> The, the original ps2 was not a small system but like you know. that, that, that it was a big old boy <laughs> <laughs> but like now it's funny because like that's my memory card for my like that like that's my backups because like my that ps2 doesn't work anymore like i i, I had to replace it because the laser just went to hell oh dude but, uh, Listen. now that, now i've got a bunch of old like save files tucked away on it yeah dude my old ps2 uh i had it modified and so i can get like burned games and stuff like that but it like destroyed all my legitimate copies so oh, yeah. i ended up just like giving it up at a like a value village and like i'll go to that value village like keep in mind i gave this thing away um maybe over a decade ago it's still there really because everyone knows it's a piece of garbage <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that some collector hasn't been fooled by that yet <laughs> to be fair it looks busted as hell <laughs> so like i don't i don't blame them <laughs> i almost want to buy it back <laughs> you probably should just, like that's probably doing a kindness to the value village. just like a mercy kill <laughs> <laughs> let me get this off your shelf for you yeah <laughs> all right what oh, i miss man. guys uh oh no just reminiscing about like my old busted ps2 and just like the fact that like final fantasy 11 is still happening final fantasy 11 died canceled it no final fantasy 11 so I'm saying that the, they announced this this reboot version for for mobile, like a repackaging. Uh, yeah. The same time they and announced that, that, that they were ending Final Fantasy XI's story. But since that game was announced six years ago, they've brought back they've started doing more story for Final Fantasy XI, and they've canceled this reboot. Oh, <laughs> it's a weird. You know, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's a surprise that people are still. I mean, I guess I did. I heard that Final Fantasy VII got a lot better. I remember I I was one of the very very early adopters of final fantasy 11 
and I was so excited to play it. I, you know, I got the, uh, I got the big ass like box pack that came with like <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the, the PlayStation Four like adapter and everything, um, and uh, and yeah, no, it was uh, it broke my heart. It sucked. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about four, eleven or fourteen? <laughs> eleven, no, eleven. Okay, back on the, back on the PS2, right? Yeah, okay. I, I was okay, the first. Gotcha, I, gotcha. I played eleven when it first came out, and it was garbage. Like. So it's like then 14 you, where like it started incredibly rough and then it got better. 14, 14. I mean, from wh- where 14 started to where it got to was still like light years away from where 11 started to where it got to like 11 started bad and it got to like playable, like 14 at least kind of started like rough, but, and like got to like, what you know, was, was still like playable and then got to like really good yeah well i mean how how good were mmos back in 2002 you know what i, I think because it, it it had come out um i think world of warcraft would have been on the market for a while no, it, it wasn't was world of warcraft came out in 04 yeah did it come out in 04 i thought yeah. it was wrong because i remember i remember yeah i was i was like years later that i would finally play world of warcraft and i was like why aren't games like this <laughs> well, yeah like at that time there was everquest and like that's Rock it Online. EverQuest was the number was like the big one wasn't uh what wasn't um wasn't one of the baldur's gates kind of like online-ish probably most more than likely yes I, i'm I looking right might, but that might have that might have been like lay, way later on um yeah yeah no um I don't really have a, I don't really have a dog in this race, so. Man, yeah, more Final Fantasy. Chris, um, I, I'm just yeah, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for 15 at this point or 16, 16. at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I brought some movie news <laughs> since I'm yeah, here. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so first things first, Black Widow's finally freaking coming out. <laughs> oh, they moved geez. the release date again. This time it's coming out July 7th, and also they caved and are going to release it simultaneously in theaters and on Disney plus, although on Disney plus are doing that whole premiere access thing. So if you want to watch it at home, you're going to have to spend like 30 bucks, 35 Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 35 Canadian. And I've seen this joke happen so many times that they're like, yo, why do P- why does Disney keep doing this with their Asian led films? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, let's not start this. Yeah, but just yeah. I'm like I'm glad it's coming out. Like at least in the US, like people are getting vaccinated. So like theaters are most likely gonna like happen again in the summer. Here Canada's a different situation, but just like I'm glad that this movie's finally freaking coming out. Um Disney is stubborn as hell that it took them this long to finally do it. I get it, I yeah, guess. I mean, like they were counting yeah. on box office numbers. Exactly. I, I understand why, because like they're they're hoping on theaters coming back so they can make a billion off of this too. But like weren't like don't like don't like I don't know if I don't, have people collected the financial data for like some of the movies like 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 um uh, was it Raya the Last Dragon? Mulan and, and did Bull. horribly. Yeah, Mulan. Well, Mulan did horribly. They, they didn't but release I, the figures, but they said it did. But like they didn't, and they didn't say anything about it. But like estimates is that if they didn't brag about it, that means it flopped. I think, that's, but that's wasn't fair. like wasn't Mulan kind of like a different case because nobody really wanted a like a live action Mulan anyway. Like, like 
I know I wasn't excited for it because it's kind of like, oh, great, another live action, you know, these movies, live action Disney releases haven't been very good. And I doubt that like Mulan with, you know, no, you know, songs and sort of like less fun is going to be a lot better. The thing is, is that like, even though they're not good, they've all made crazy money. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were still begging on that because people go to these things because they're live action. Yeah, the, the whole songs thing is one thing. And then the whole, like, ch- controversy involving, like, the actors' views on, like, yeah. protests that were happening at the time. It was just, like, a bad situation. And then when the movie came out and most people hated it, that just kind of sealed it. Because I thought... Raya, it's too early to call since it only just came out, like, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Didn't like Soul do pretty good and like Soul, well, Soul, Soul did free, well, right? but but Soul didn't come out on premiere. Like they didn't do the premiere access thing. That was just like anybody can access it, no extra oh, charge. I thought, or yeah, okay. I thought that I thought that was one of the premiere ones too. No, it's only been uh, Mulan and Raya. I know they oh, said okay. the uh, what's it called the next Pixar movie, Luca. Yeah. Which I don't know if y'all have seen the trailer for that. It looks fantastic. It looks beautiful. That's also going to be on Disney Plus, but it's not gonna have the premiere access thing it's like soul where it's just going straight to disney plus okay okay you know for some reason i thought soul was one of those ones too where it was like yeah like if you have disney plus you still gotta pay for it Mm -mm. yeah they're they're, they are doing the premiere with cruella though that uh, emma stone yes they are doing it out with cruella as well which is yeah Yeah. that's a tougher style than mulan (laughs) i I don't have any feelings about it i'm just like hey emma more emma stone that's great but i mean like yeah like like mulan Mulan made sense to me on paper because it's like okay like a more realistic take on it sure that's great and then they showed it and it's like well that's you're trying to do crouching tiger hidden dragon that's not a realistic take on it yeah yeah Yeah, like i mean like i'm fine i'm fine with them going full wuxia with it it's just like everything else was just not good they they need Um, to go full wuxia with all the songs also (laughs) 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 but make make it more like hero with jet lee where it's just like very just like very beautiful and emotional yeah (laughs) (laughs) i want to hear i want to hear a girl worth fighting for (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. What's the next thing? Oh, right. <laughs> because I brought up Marvel stuff, I got to bring up stuff on the DC side. Two very interesting bits of casting. The first one is for the Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam movie. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan got cast as Doctor Fate, which is crazy to me. <laughs> well, you know, okay. I'm 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 like so open-minded to this because I don't know. Like as much as I know about like the like the you know contained dc characters i don't really know who dr fate is Same. so like the basis of my knowledge of dr fate is injustice that yeah, is it yeah, me too that's all i really know about him he's kind i guess he's kind of a wizard but they're like greek gods are involved or something like oh, he was, I don't really know. they did him on smallville too i forgot about that yeah did they have, was he on smallville what the f- yeah, yeah he yeah. was apparently i don't even okay there's, so like, I there's multiple versions of, like of the character um if you wasn't I know in, like nothing, supergirl but just, i don't like, know i know what he does essentially like his own version of like dr strange like it's similar but not the same but just like magic based abilities like telekinesis pyrokinesis that he's got like stuff. an amulet or something that gives him like all knowledge and power or something pretty I don't much know. yeah but just pierce brosnan in a comic book movie <laughs> yeah Pierce I mean, is that acting really like, period seems like he hasn't done it I mean, for a while has he he hasn't done it i haven't seen him in anything since what like the foreigner with jackie chan uh and that's like yeah? a couple years yeah tw- 2017 oh he was in mamma mia 
I mean, Mama Mia. Was... <laughs> Did you ever see him in Mama Mia? He like I love him. He cannot sing. No, yeah, all. no, it's bad. It's it's not good. <laughs> and the second bit of interesting DC casting news is that they cast the villain for Shazam too, and it's Helen Mirren. <laughs> Get out of here, dude! I love Helen Mary when she's doing like all this. Like, we'd love her as like an Academy Award winning like thespian actress, and I love that she just like is such a fan to do just like weird dumb stuff like this and the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I mean, like, okay, I just I just pulled it up now. I mean, he's he's been doing stuff. He's he was in stuff as as late as like 2018. The final score. I don't know what this is, but apparently. Uh, apparently um uh, you know dave batista's in it so oh well there you go (laughs) yeah uh, you know he was in um he was in false positive see these Uh, are like movies that did not go to theaters these are like small he was in eurovision song contest Oh, Eurovision. Okay, yeah. I, he's like, I didn't watch Eurovision. <laughs> that, that I, Eurovision I heard such mixed things about it. I didn't know if I wanted to watch it. He was, I in was the, like, the I Christmas do not star, care for any of this. Which I'm, ima- I guessing is a is a Hallmark movie. Probably. He was um, in. But you know, like I know Pierce Bros has been active, but just as like now that everybody's going into a comic book movie, it's just it's just an interesting choice for like the two of them to to be in these roles but also i just like the like i'm interested very much in like what dc is doing with all this weird stuff um, i'm just you know i was I, I was gonna say too like honestly like is this is this really that um like out of the ordinary i mean he was james bond for like how long well, i mean for like what four movies for, you know what for, let's say let's say the entire I, I would i would say for the entire like 2000 era of i mean James like the Bond first movies. half of the two that like late 90s well, when did casino uh, early Royale come out but casino Royale came out in 06 but like he was the face for goldeneye so like that's like 90s yeah mm. and goldeneye was what that was like the, that was like 90 something wasn't that it? was like 97 yeah so from like the like the mid 90s to the mid 2000s he was a, he was a good decades worth of james exactly Bond. yes <laughs> and GoldenEye, arguably, I, don't, I still don't see movies. like you don't go from like super spy to like superhero. I don't see that. Yeah. How do you not see that? He's, I, mean, like, he's doing I don't these, see like no, I don't see that in like the the traditional sense. I mean, like he's I'm doing literally the same man. things just he's without like, a gun. I'm not watching like Tomorrow Never Dies and going. He'll make a good Doctor Fate. I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's just, he's just single handedly <laughs> taking down a whole army of dudes. He couldn't do that with a stupid helmet on. Frankly, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> ever since like Guardians of the Galaxy two, when like Glenn Close was like the Nova commander or whatever, like exactly, all, yeah, all bets are off for me at this point. Everyone's just well, going to show up in a superhero movie at some point. So why not Pierce Brosnan? I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, um, what was it? Uh, um. Tilda Swindon in uh, yeah. in in um, Doctor, Doctor Strange too, right? Like, yeah, like it's not like these guys haven't been pulling these like a. I mean, even just the fact that like a guy like Benedict Cumberbatch was Doctor Strange, right? Like, you could you could say that's probably you know like pitch perfect casting, but you know he wasn't regarded as a guy who you'd think would ever like would show up in a in a superhero movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> Again, older. I'm thinking older actors who I'm like, oh, they'd be above this. Like, listen, the end, the be all end all of anything superheroes. If you could ever get Clint Eastwood to be in a superhero movie, oh, I'm God. like, you've gotten everybody. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Clint Eastwood and, and Meryl Streep. If you get Meryl Streep to be in a, in a superhero movie, a Marvel movie, that's it, it. Game's I over. I think Meryl Streep would be more open to it to an extent. It just depends on what. But Clint Eastwood is a stubborn... Did I'm not going to curse this? again. But he's just stubborn <laughs> as hell. Shaq, we're way past the point of not swearing oh, anymore. You, you, you've done more than enough. I used up all the F-bombs for this, for but, this um, podcast. But like... Here's the thing. I feel like Clint Eastwood, if he's going to be in it, there's going to be a hint of racism in it because that's just Clint Eastwood. Yeah. It's going to creep in somewhere. <laughs> Dude, watch, like, his supervillain character will just be his character from Gran Torino again. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Chuck, he was the good guy. He wasn't really racist. It was all in good fun. Dude, no, you know that. The, listen, <laughs> I saw I love, a comment. I love, I love that I saw a comment the other just... day. Of like a clip of Gran Torino, people were like, uh, yo, Clint didn't even know he was filming. And someone was like, he was the director of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Man. Oh, man. Also, because DC, uh, they just revealed like the new poster for the Suicide Squad, like James Gunn Suicide Squad. Yeah, I just saw. Um, I was just looking at it cool. now. And it the new trailer cool. is coming out. Well, for us, it's tomorrow. It'll be out today by the time you hear this. Um it, the poster looks cool. I'm excited. Uh, also, I don't know if y'all saw the like the interview that had with like the ex- uh, I think it's like the exec of Warner Brothers, where they're essentially talking about like the Snyder like the Snyder cut mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. it's been a big success and stuff. And then I remember the interview asked there since they're starting to have like a clamoring for like release the A or cut of Suicide Squad, and she just flat out said that's not happening. <laughs> and then, like, but, okay. then not only that but Dave, david ayer quote tweeted a link to that interview and it was just like why with like googly eyes and honestly <laughs> i don't want that like the the snyder cut being good is one a miracle in itself but just david ayer there is no way in hell i think that there would be a good version of suicide squad i don't like, think okay like but i think i i think this this could perfectly segue us into our into our next segment um is i mean is the snyder cut actually good because because from from Uh, everything that i've heard i'm unironically like i'm i watch this optimistically like thinking just not even thinking about like the backlash or anything like i'm like just what is this movie and so i watched the the i watched the joss whedon like theatrical version the day before and was mm-hmm. like all right let me watch this like just a compare contrast but like let me watch this as a movie and i was shocked at like how much i was enjoying myself like it is a like not just a significantly better movie it's just a like a really really solid movie in its own right there, but, okay. that being said if you don't if you really don't like that zach snyder or his style there is nothing he can do to convince you well, okay, because here's the thing: is not I, I'm not I'm not actually really like a guy who doesn't like Zack Snyder. Like I I you know like looking back, I think it, it's easy to to like you know dunk on the guy for like you know for his style and and the way he like portrays sort of like you know like masculinity and stuff like that. But like he you know you know he is genuinely a solid filmmaker. Like there's no denying that. Um, but like. You know, when I when I watched the 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 Whedon, you know, the the Snyder Whedon cut, 
of yeah. the theatrical version. Like, like it wasn't like I was mad, you know, watching it. Like after after having sat through, you know, that garbage fire that was Batman v Superman. Yeah, you know, like when I watched Justice League, like I, I honestly I felt nothing and we talked about this i think like like we talked about this a little bit last week like it, it was just such an empty like nothing of a movie that i like i couldn't even really get like upset about it yeah like it, it just i was like yeah you know that was a that was a c minus like it was fine i yeah i don't even hate like the joss Whedon justice league like i didn't when i when i first thought i was like oh like it's it's a mess but it's not that bad i re like when i rewatched it i was like the 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 lines of like where snyder ends and whedon begins are much more apparent and <laughs> yeah. it's like and the stuff that like got added is like oh that's that does not connect well but like when you see it in like so that's why the Snyder cut, like watching it, like now seeing where this was supposed to be, yeah, this is a much stronger movie now. Um, like, like as people have mentioned, Cyborg is the main heart of the movie, and his and all his shit just gets cut out of mm -hmm. the freaking like the Joss cut. Like, it's astounding how much he had and how much he had to carry, as opposed to like in the the theatrical cut. Batman is essentially it's like unequivocally uh, unequivocally the main character like it's all yeah. about Batman and this one feels more about the actual group like there's more scenes of the group bonding together um the action is tighter it's much more well shot like that whole final set piece is incredible <laughs> <laughs> really like remember the okay remember how in the theatrical version there's that whole thing with like the family in who's living in that abandoned city or whatever and there's even like that yeah. scene of like the flash pushing that truck yeah that none of that actually happened okay <laughs> they, they warner brothers clearly put that in like oh we need more heroics and stuff like that the flash's <laughs> moment big moments in the Snyder cut is infinitely better <laughs> really and even, like, yeah because i even steppenwolf Steppenwolf is like he's still not a great like I would never put him in like a top tier villain, but you understand him so much more in just like two scenes, where they actually give him okay. like why like why is he here? What is he doing all this for? And I, it's basically like he betrayed Darkseid badly, and where he oh bro, there's a scene where it's like him and like Darkseid's other underling Desad, who's like the most sniveling piece of shit. It's like <laughs> you still owe Darkseid fifty thousand more worlds. <laughs> <laughs> and dark side is just, and the seven was just there like oh oh like he has to look like oh god i still got so much to do <laughs> oh, no. because i because i heard a, i heard a weird thing that was like it was like the way that they kind of like like add to the plot is sort of like in a non way where it's like 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 steppenwolf comes to earth because he's looking for the mother boxes but then it's like there's a reveal that like dark side like the the only time he was ever defeated was this one time on Earth, and then like they like he left behind this other like doomsday device. So he's there <laughs> looking for this like doomsday device, but there's also like another doomsday device that was already there that he could have so, found. Like so with that with that whole thing is that um yeah they like they didn't know it was Earth that they were on. They were just like oh this is a planet that we like left these mother boxes or whatever. Um, and there's this other there's a whole other thing called the anti-life equation which it, none of that the anti-life doesn't really matter because that's essentially set up for the next movie that's obviously not happening 
Um, <laughs> That's like but it's just like <laughs> I say, obviously not happening because like Zack Snyder seems like he's kind of moved on. He's dude, he's got another movie coming out in like two months. Well, not only that, but like Warner Brothers too. Like, th- like this is Warner like, Brothers. Yeah, they they already much like they, moved on from this. Exactly. Like this essentially was a means to an end for like personal closure for Zack Snyder because he left for very understandable and tragic yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. And and for the studio's perspective, this helped them get through COVID. Like. This exactly. Is hype oh, in a big HBO way. Max in a big way. So, uh huh, a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, dude, dude. Honestly, like the the one thing I could say in terms of just like negative stuff is yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't need to be four hours. Oh, it God, could no. honestly, you could cut out like a full half hour. It wouldn't do well, much. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing to me that that like I guess in a way like did sort of make sense because that was one of the things that I that I remember feeling when I watched the 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 original version of Justice League is that like it. It honestly felt like 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 I had I needed to have watched like five other movies before I had got to Justice League, and yeah. because they never made them, they had to try and cram all this shit into one movie, and it just felt so like disjointed and badly paced because of it. Exactly. With so this... I was like, okay, four hours, maybe, and maybe they actually like provided context for who all these people are they do and i think like this they give them time to like legitimately breathe and kind of flesh out their characters Mm -hmm. also i was surprised at like how many like how many of the really good moments were snyder and not whedon because like (laughs) there's the bit like obviously spoilers at this point but just like the bit when superman comes back and they're all fighting and then the flash is doing like his run he's in the speed force and superman starts looking at him like yo i can see you yeah <laughs> that is maybe the funniest bit in the in like both versions and that was a snyder thing i was well, like they, oh i'm glad you had this because this is do they still do perfect. the thing <laughs> they still do the thing where it's it's lois lane and he and batman shows up with her oh no that no 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 that was okay. that was kind of a, like a stupid convenient thing but just like they established that she at the beginning was like going to the memorial every single day because like she had her actually one of the main things i also had a problem with is there's so many music video moments like this is a Zack snyder thing that he does where like (laughs) the movie will just kind of like stop for two minutes and just have like a sequence in slow motion so he could play like a song and he does this like three separate three or four times in this movie and like all of them are kind of super unnecessary. I mean, I, I've watched the first half because it's four goddamn hours long, and yeah. like my main impression so far is just it's masturbatory. Like it's just you're just reveling in your own story a lot of the time. It, it pick. I'll say yeah, it does pick up a lot after like that first like okay. Hour it, so. it, it, it did. It did kind of feel like it was ramping up towards that, but like, but my wife and I had to call had to tap out because oh, oh and one still, comedic, still have... one thing. There's a thing with Wonder Woman. Um, it's not her as a character, even though Gal Gadot's not that great of an actress. But just like every time Wonder Woman shows up on screen, they play this sound. It's not even, it's not even like the action. Bad, yeah. thing. It's just like a woman just singing her ass off. It's like, whoa. just like ancient lamentation music. I read ancient lamentation music no less than like 15 times. Oh my God. Uh, like do I, still... I don't remember the theatrical version that well, but so far, like watching this, each scene comes up. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, like I remember him. Like I remember Batman going to talk to Aquaman. Oh yeah, like I remember this like school robbery or whatever. Like the scene where, where Water Woman comes in. Oh, the school robbery is so much cooler now because like the way they do her fight, it's like 
they play like you know how there's a lot of slow motion that she's going super fast but they play that action scene as if it's happening in real time so you see her just mow down like eight <laughs> enemies in like three seconds it's so cool <laughs> i just okay I, maybe i need to see this because i just remember like even with the theatrical version of justice league like like kind of hating it because it just felt so stupid to me when when wonder woman showed up because like there's that part where the guy's got the machine gun and he's just like shooting in a line mm-hmm. and she's just like she's just like repeatedly like spinning in a circle like blocking each bullet with her oh, with her with her arm still there it's still, kind, it's still no. pretty freaking cool <laughs> oh that's so stupid she's spinning around like a goddamn ballerina if if it's the, Rose, the same why shot, why did she I'm use her shield? If, if, it's if the it's one where she's like like running down, like yes, blocking yes. every bullet. It looks. I'm sorry. To me, that it, it looks cool. Okay, <laughs> I, maybe, I, I maybe both I thought it was cool and hated it simultaneously in equal measure. Maybe I need to see it again with fresh eyes. <laughs> I mean, is like it, I it still... like to me, it's like watching the same movie again because I remember so little about it and like it, yeah. so maybe no yeah, watching maybe it back to back was but... the best thing I could do because just like compare it <laughs> like the better parts are just like thank the lord this is so much better the dubbing <laughs> still... seems a lot kookier this time the flash he's he's honestly he's better probably yeah probably if, if i was to go back and watch it i probably agree like I, I get that sense but like at the same time his intro scene is really out there and kind of creepy actually <laughs> oh it's kind of stupid it's stupid where he's just staring at iris west and like, it's yeah, another it's another music video moment. yeah exactly yeah literally and they're, they're trying to do, do they, like the the quicksilver in the days of future past thing well okay do they still have the moment where um bat where superman picks up batman and he's like do you bleed no nope, that's him? not in there because he like oh. someone someone <laughs> talked someone mentioned this and i was like that's a good point why they even put that in there is that if he doesn't because rem- the thing is with Superman is he doesn't remember anything. Why would he remember that line but not anything else? <laughs> because in, in that one moment he remembered who Batman was and he was just that, like again. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't but like it, selectively. It makes sense that like the one trigger for his memory would be Lois, not Batman saying this one offhanded joke. But I really and, hate and this wasn't guy the, more than I love my wife. <laughs> wasn't the whole was point saying. to? Wasn't the whole point too that Superman never heard him say that? Maybe he did because he's got super hearing, but like Batman kind of said it under his breath, right? Exactly. That again, it wouldn't make sense if he said it. <laughs> also, but that's just... one of those that's one of those like really bad mustache CG thing. <laughs> well, that was the part that just it made it I it was like maybe the one part of the movie that I enjoyed because then he drops Batman to the ground and Batman's just like, Yep, something's definitely bleeding. And I was like, Oh, they gave him a quip. <laughs> oh, that's also not in there because that's very much a weed line. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, they, they they gave Batman some some character, thank God. <laughs> oh, and the ep- the epilogue's stupid. The epilogue is really like I heard the, it was really dumb. Outside of like the first, it's a thirty minute epilogue, by the way. Oh god, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like outside of the first scene, like the big, like much anticipated scene, like Batman and the Joker, that shit is stupid. It yeah, really I, I saw I saw it on on Twitter, and I was just like, I just rolled my eyes. I was like, this is why this everyone like, was saying, oh, Jared Leto is going to be in this. It's it's better than like what he's done in Suicide Squad, but he's still not a good Joker. No. And, and 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 I say that as a guy who doesn't think that Jerry Leto really is that bad of an actor because like I genuinely thought he was really good in Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and I'm actually like genuinely excited that he's going to be in the next Tron. Right. Like what, what's one a, yeah. one thing that was standing out to me too, like having watched Endgame since the theatrical version came out, like it feels like they're trying to do an Infinity War slash Endgame thing, but they haven't established half the cast. 
So to go back and like give them their origins like really quickly, it's just like this seems like a big structural yeah. oversight. Well, remember, you have to remember that like this plan, like Zack Snyder had an original plan for how he's going to make these mm-hmm. movies. It was going to have a five movie plan where essentially he's going to be, if what I recall correctly, it's going to be Man of Steel, Man of Steel two, then BVS, and then a two part Justice League. And this yeah, is essentially going to be part one. And then part two would be like the whole, like the 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 big payoff of like the whole nightmare scene from BVS plus like this whole epilogue thing of like not of like Dark Side getting the anti life equation. He hits it on Superman, and the world is essentially just screwed. Because yeah, because I I thought it was supposed to be I thought it was supposed to be like maybe maybe that maybe what I'm what I'm thinking of is just sort of like fan speculation but it was it was supposed to be something like like the whole reason that they kind of tried to set up um like the death of superman in batman v superman was to like have you know like a two or even three part like setup to justice league where like you know superman's gone something comes back that is like this too strong for like no one to like these guys have like they can't face him so they have to sort of form their their league like yeah, or, or start go- the formation of the league then superman comes back but he's evil so they have to kind of fight against him but then you know he kind of like turns around and there's a bigger guy and like yeah and, and, and then at some point batman was gonna die and superman's son would be batman for some reason right i forgot about that part yeah like some of it is really insane <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's ambitious but uh, yeah that's, that's not I mean. always a like, good thing I, like at the very least i kind of like that it's so go for the fences just like just go weird with it. I'm fine with that. Like you, you um, tried. I can give you that. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. So I, I like I was fine with that. But like, I'm fine with where DC is going now, where they're just like just full on going multiverse with it. Um, I just like the variety. Uh, yeah. But uh, but as it is, I like the Snyder cut. I don't like that it took so many years of toxicity to get to this point, and how they're still complaining about it. Well, that's that's um, the other thing too is that you know this led to the backlash of oh, what's next? Restore the Snyderverse, like yeah, restore the Snyderverse. Like, bro, Snyder seems like he's moved on. Warner seems like he's moved on. They, they, they've already like retconned the ending and, of this too, right? Like with Aquaman, there was some plot hole too, wasn't there? Like, was it? But wasn't the whole wasn't the whole thing with like even even like Zack Snyder kind of said initially that the whole like concept of the Snyder cut was like not as big as the like you know the fans were making it, it really out to was. be like the thing is they acted like he's had it all the time like since like the justice league theatrical movie came out yeah no he didn't start making it until after they even announced that it was happening no because I, I remember him saying it was mostly like it was mostly just like some conceptual stuff that got like kind of like cut or whatever exactly like, well like but like kevin nothing had been point, filmed kevin smith at one point said he had seen a build of it that was like no green, like it was all green screen, like no CG and stuff. And it was like, there was an assembly cut version of it that was like five hours, all like all told. And then there was like the cut that Kevin Smith watched that was like three hours or something like that. Mm. Um, and that's what I think people were championing this whole time. Exactly. But, but just... the, he, he had to go back and actually make the thing. So like, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like the, the actual, the actual Snyder cut that got released isn't like this thing that, yeah, like, like Shaq said, like, isn't, he's been sitting on this whole time. Like he basically like remade a lot of stuff and refilmed a lot of stuff to make mm-hmm. the, you know, the quote unquote Snyder version. Like, like, this, this is like, why, they got se- like they got 70 mil essentially to just like finish all the, the effects. Cause there's a lot of new effects in there, but like, for the most part, it's all like unchanged, like all unchanged footage. Mm-hmm. That's but, that's what I mean. Like, but again, people like the 
some of these fans are still going like, man, man, like they're going after people because they don't like it as much as they want them to like it. Or they're like, they're still trying to, they put like, I don't like the phrase playing victim, but they're doing that a lot still. Yeah. It's just like social media terrorism, almost like, you know, it really is. Hey, like we got, and, we got, like, and, and I don't like the fact that because this was good, that this is just going to give them more to do that. Especially with like yeah, release the air cut, which no, don't do that. Because <laughs> Dave, like yeah. David, is not even like a good filmmaker, like not a good director. So like, I yeah, I doubt that whatever cut he makes is gonna be any better than the like the dog shit that we got. Yeah, that's such, a, <laughs> such an incoherent <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, they can't really, you know, they, they, you can shut it up, but it's still gonna be incoherent. No, it needs to be left alone because I mean they they definitely got a better director with um. With uh, uh, James Gunn, John, James Gunn, thank you. And because mm-hmm. you know, if if anyone if anyone can make a movie about a, a group of uh, you know garbage people who come together and form something of a of a surrogate family, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> except, it's him. Except here's the thing: most this time around, most of them are going to die. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he's straight yeah. up like he, he's not even like hinted at. He straight up said a lot of them are going to die. Like I, the reason I have a big cast is because most of them are going to be cannon fodder. Much, yeah, <laughs> well, like, we should be still pretty that funny. The first one, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's still pretty funny. So you, yeah, why load why load your movie with a, with a with a dummy like polka dot man if you weren't just going to blow him up <laughs> uh, ten minutes into the movie? Well, I have a feeling he's going to make it further than we like a lot further than we expect. Well, because he, here's the thing that like, the first the first movie so obviously meant to kill the one guy off. I, I can't remember his name because he dies so fast. Slipknot. But there, yeah, there's the one like they they do all the cool intros. Everybody, they're like, here's one more guy. No intro, and he dies five minutes later. Like. So James Gunn's <laughs> thinking ahead of everybody, like, oh, they're gonna expect Polka Dot guy to die, but they'll fake out his death or he'll last the whole time or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Just as long as Captain Boomerang sticks around because he's such an underrated character. I just I just want John Cena to make it to the end. I don't like I don't even care what his character is, it's just John it's Cena just, to me. Yeah. <laughs> Watch he'll, he'll be the he'll be the five minute guy. <laughs> Dude, oh, he's getting God. his own prequel series, so I doubt it. Well, it's it's all it's all mystery. Well, you know. But then again, but then again, you know, Boba Fett died really quickly into Return of the Jedi, and he got a prequel series. So, <laughs> well, get a prequel it. series doesn't really mean anything anymore. <laughs> it's kind of in reverse, but hey. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think that's a, 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 as good a place as any to to end this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as always, thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to read about any of the stories we talked about today, uh, you can check them out at cgmagonline.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on the socials, you can check us out at CGMag online across uh, everything. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can check me out at NinjaJordan underscore. You can also find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. Chris, where can we find you these days? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. Or streaming on Twitch at Guild2Taps. And Shaq, where are you? You can find me pretty much anywhere on any social media at Shaq Excellence, S H A K Excellence. So mostly that like Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitch. I need to get, I need to do have a week where I just like stream every single day because I'm so close to hitting like affiliate. So I might as well just get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Well, I'll support you. I'll retweet it. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> 
Well, uh, once again, thanks for listening. Uh, stay safe out there. Wear a mask. Uh, stay inside if you can. And uh, keep listening to great podcasts by great people.